trying to fit in, but somewhere along the lines, the drugs took a hold of me and started to change me. Frank Lucas is above the mafia in the dope business. My investigations also indicate that Frank Lucas buys direct from a source in Southeast Asia. He cuts out the middlemen and he uses U.S. military planes and personnel to transport pure number four heroin. This is a new world. This is a new battle. This is a new fight for law enforcement. Not as individuals, not as states, not as cities, but as united global. Maryland's heroin crisis. Here's Ryan Hedrick. Much, much bigger than Maryland, but for the sake of our state, our listeners, and our family and friends, we will deal with what's at hand, and that's exactly what's right here in Maryland. Today, we are joined by Sadat Kaliskan. He's a corporal for the Frederick County Sheriff's Office. Corporal, what is the biggest concern for your agency when it comes to the distribution of this deadly drug on your streets? The increase in fentanyl that we're seeing in Frederick County, both in uh, with the county with the county and um, Frederick City Police, as you know, um, it's a synthet- synthetic narcotic. It's a very uh, powerful narcotic used for pain medication. The sheriff's office is starting to see a steady increase in heroin laced with fentanyl, or what the addict or the user at the time believes that they are buying heroin, and when in fact they end up buying heroin, heroin laced with fentanyl or just straight fentanyl. Is fentanyl dangerous for law enforcement officials? If they leak through your skin or you inhale even minute parts of this fentanyl, they could potentially kill you. In situations where there seems like there's a lot of work to do or there seems like you need a little bit of extra hope, you need to look to what's working. One of the things, or make that two of the things that are working, two programs I want to bring up right now, drug court and also an intensive outpatient program sanctioned by Frederick County Courts. Corporal Kaliskan, can you tell us about the drug court program and how that works? It's like a post-plea pre-sentence program that they can enter. The Some of the guidelines is they must plead guilty and, until sentencing is deferred. They must have full participation in this program. Sentencing, I guess, uh, the sentencing is again looked at once the program is completed. So it's more or less uh, a program that provides comprehensive supervision and treatment with substance abuse, abuse, education, and uh, some vocational and rehabilitative services. And I would be remiss if I did not talk about or mention the Project 103 program you have that's also court-sanctioned. It could be voluntary, mostly court-sanctioned. What benefits uh, for the recovering person, the person willing to recover, does that have? like a first step program for nonviolent offenders that want substance abuse treatment. Um, this program provides clinical assessment, um, recovery needs, followed up by referrals, links to community treatment providers that I can provide the appropriate level of care for these people. Last question before we let you go. The community wants to know, uh, are the police tracking down leads or interested in Uh, tracking down the people responsible for selling the deadly bags to some of these people that died over the past year. And our ultimate goal is to find out uh, dealer information through these overdoses. And we'd like to get a clear message out to the public that if you're going to sell heroin, use heroin in our county, that we're going to do what we can to make sure that you're prosecuted. If you're if if that deal involves some kind of death or serious injury to somebody else, it's Reality Radio. Sure to cover podcast.